Why would you have to keep your hair long? There are there are religious. Uh... Well, then apparently your religion's more important than eating. So enjoy your religion, ass face. If your religious belief, which is superstition and magical thinking, is somehow is somehow more important than you paying your rent, then enjoy the Lord, my friend, and I hope the <laughs> Lord provides. I'm Don Hall. And I'm David Himmel. And this is the Literate Apecast. Apecast is not responsible for triggering your PTSD because we are warning you right now that we might. If coarse language or base stupidity from two white guys is not your jam, look elsewhere for your workout podcast. So you had your vaccine um, upon recording. You got your second, uh, your, it was Pfizer or Moderna? Dose number two. Which is um, also Spanish for, for two. two. Um, but I got my is dose dose. Um, Moderna or Pfizer or what was it? Why do you care? Because Pfizer is the gold standard. Moderna is the second one. And Johnson Johnson, you might as well just be getting something in a back alley. So let's just start this episode with what class do you, are you in, David? Yeah, so what class are you in? Well, obviously, I'm in the Pfizer class. Jesus, I went to summer okay, camp for go. crying out loud. Do you think a kid that goes to summer camp gets a fucking Moderna vaccine? No. We get Pfizer. Dude, I can't get over the fact yeah. that every time you laugh like that, you look like freaking Bradley Cooper in American Household. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah, I, mean, yeah. I got... I got the, I, and I, I give you shit about asking the question because it is the question people ask. Which one did you get? Yeah. And right yeah. out of the gate with these things, there was this, this classism. This, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. That, that existed, which is so stupid. It's hey. As far as I'm concerned, you're vaccinated. We're all yeah, vaccinated. Yeah. Whatever. I don't give, I don't give a shit. shit. What you're, you're, right. You're, well, you know, and on uh, Thursday, last Thursday, uh, the CDC dropped the bomb that uh, <laughs> vaccinated people, yeah, vaccinated people no longer have to wear masks. And of course, here in Las Vegas, the the, the fuck. I mean. We're talking the immediate reaction. We're talking within an hour. The Nevada Gaming Board basically said, "If it's up to the casinos. We're not going to monitor anymore. If sure. you want to have masks, you don't have to. So then I saw like the Strat and South Point and Bellagio, and they're sending their employees basically saying, employees still have to wear masks. Uh, vaccinated guests do not have to wear masks and we're not going to check to see if they're vaccinated which basically means anybody every yeah everybody, everybody you know yeah so basically just means those of us that have been vaccinated won't get it and those who were not eventually will so fine by me yeah it's like it's, i mean you know, like, like they'll I'm spread sorry. it a bit more but it won't spread as badly because most of us are vaccinated so whatever i i'm only so about 45 percent of us are only 45 percent of the country's vaccinated yes but 60 percent have gotten the first dose. So no, forty-five percent have gotten the first. Forty-five percent are have, twice vaccinated or have the vac- no, no, including the Johnson and Johnson. Yeah, thirty-five percent. Oh, where did you read that? I read for, that's in the New York Times. I I read something this afternoon that said sixty percent have the have the yeah, first at least the first count. shot. Breitbart, Breitbart, and the Daily Caller do not count. No, it was on Trump's blog. Okay, there was, as long as I was on Trump's blog, that's Dude, good. Dude, he that's was good. the president of the United States. I should be able to trust him. I would trust things Jimmy Carter says. The two aren't very different. Well, except Jimmy Carter's, like, really tiny. 
He's very tiny. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. How did Bill Clinton get older than Jimmy Carter? How did that happen? He got impeached. And no, he was but married like Bill to Hillary Clinton. Clinton. So that age is, but like, he's, he has to be at least 115. Jimmy Carter's 95. Bill Clinton yeah. has to be 100. Bill Clinton looks like he's 115. Well, Bill Clinton's getting sick, is what he is. And he's also been married to Hillary Clinton, and I imagine that would make you old before your time anyway. Eh. Who's to say? Uh, but anyway, yeah. This whole thing, the mask thing. I mean, look, companies can do whatever they want. I, yeah. If, I mean, I just, I got my hair cut tonight, and... Yeah. Um, little broken things is still like they're all still wearing their masks, and I still have yeah. to wear mine. And they're doing the temperature check, and please squirt the. Yeah, it's entirely up to businesses. And I'm yeah, fine with smart. it. I'm yeah. fucking fine with oh, it. Oh yeah, it's not. Well, that's the thing is that's it's their not right. Like I'm not. Get, it's not like I'm not gonna wear my mask. Yeah. But now, now, now I'm not wearing. It's like if I if I'm in the casino and there's you know there's not 50 people around me, I'll take my mask off and I'm not gonna worry about. And it. And I'm not wearing it outside. Um, I'm vaccinated, so I don't give a shit. I keep it. I keep a mask with me when I go somewhere. Yeah, yeah. And they're I'm, like my sunglasses. Exactly. The other day, I was at a stoplight, um, you know, waiting to go through the crosswalk, and there was a bunch of people, and it was like, I'll. Somebody gave me a look. I don't know if they gave me a look, but I was just like, I'm just gonna throw it on because they were all wearing masks. I'm like, fuck it, I'll just throw it on if it makes them feel yeah. comfortable. I don't give a shit. It's yeah, fine. I'm, you know, I'm fine. Let's just live I am, our lives. I am and, happy and that we don't. Out have to wear masks anymore especially yeah. outside because i am sick of fogging up my sunglasses well my the thing the <laughs> thing that i haven't figured out yet is is uh honestly uh, the only the only re- the only thing i do on a regular basis that that the mask is annoying to me is when i work out so my gym oh. my gym is still requiring masks mm-hmm. which is fine i'm you know i'm gonna do it i've been doing it for a year but i would like that that would be okay with me if they decided not to make us wear masks because it's easier to fucking work out without a goddamn mask, you know? I mean, I can actually really throw down and work out, but when I wear a mask, I can't really go full bore because yeah. I can't breathe. Yeah, I've so never like, I've never yeah. worn a mask, even in the the grips of it last summer or yeah. fall, winter, whatever. When I when I'm yeah. running or riding my bike, I don't oh, wear yeah, a mask. Oh yeah, no. When I yeah. go to the gym, man, I'll tell you what, it, and you know, and I, I I like I said, I appreciate that it's safe. Yeah. But uh, I'm hoping, quite frankly, I'm hoping that at some point they're going to say, hey, you know, we're a gym, it's clean, and uh, work out, and don't breathe on people. This, I feel like masks will be the things like um, uh, like extra batteries, condoms, yeah. light bulbs, things that you have around in case you need it. Like you stick one in your car. Maybe, Always, Maybe yeah. throw one in your, your jacket pocket and just kind of well, keep it. Well, we got you know, billions of them. Yeah. yeah. I'm well, you know. I'm just real pleased that I didn't spend a whole lot of money on masks. I've still got pretty much the masks that I uh, started with um, and are in still pretty good shape. Yeah. And Dana's probably found a billion masks and washed them and... I mean, everything from Gucci to L.A. Lakers, she's got them. You know, so that, we got a lot of masks. That grosses me out. I know it shouldn't, but that grosses me out. But Yeah, well, you know. There you go. Anyway. Your wife yeah. doesn't find stuff in the garbage. All right, so one of the things you asked me. My wife puts shit in the garbage. Too much yeah. shit, in my opinion. But one anyway. of the things that you asked me is, and I think this is an interesting question, but I'm interested to see why you're asking the question, is what's mm-hmm. the difference between the personal essay on a blog or in a book or in a magazine and then the personal post on social media, and, and, and that seemed to be something that bothered you or it was on your mind. So I'm curious why it was on your mind and what your thoughts are on that. Well, I'm, I'm trying really hard to uh, 
smoke less social media. And I say smoke less because I f it feels like quitting cigarettes might feel like. Where like, I'll just find myself on Facebook before I even realize that I've taken this pause in my work day and jumped on Facebook. You know, and it's just kind of like this thing that I do now, just like when you smoke, you're just like, mm, I go for a smoke. Like you don't even think about it anymore, right? Um, and all this shit that I see on Facebook, these long posts, these these performative pieces, these... Uh, long, I say, that's thing. You gotta uh, remember, you're gonna have to explain some of this because I haven't been on Facebook for better part of two years. And I really have, like we talked about a couple weeks ago. I mean... Every time I get somebody like like Jess Jones, and I know Jess Jones really well. Yeah, she she, you know, friend requested me. Well, I love Jen, so Jess, and so I'm boom. I confirmed it, but then I went in and I found somebody that was not quite as close a friend, and I fucking unfriended her because yeah. I'm keeping it at one hundred. And that's I a good. That. I yeah. like that. I I really like that. So I don't know what kinds of big long posts you're talking it's about. I'm trying to think of, of a specific example. And for the record right now, I because I did get my second dose yesterday. Uh-huh. And the the fog, the brain fog has kicked in. So I feel like I might be, like, am I drunk? Am I tired? Am I dreaming? Like, I just feel kind of in this thing. I yeah, am also and you're also drinking having booze. Having scotch right now, but. Yeah, so, yeah. Well, I, I did know. the same thing after my second one, and I felt like uh, a piece of dog shit the next day, but whatever. Yeah, so. I just, I'll see these long posts and I'm like, oh my God, why are you droning on and on about your, what you're doing with your kids or what you're doing with work or how you feel about the vaccine or how you want to give Fauci handjobs until his heart explodes, whatever it is. And then I think, why am I being annoyed by this? Like, if I was yeah, reading I the same post in the, in the New York Times, or the New Yorker, or, 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 or Vanity Fair, or The Atlantic, or any other, like, published yeah. you know newspaper magazine standard traditional uh you know place to publish or or a collection of essays from you know in a book i would be like oh this is stupid i'm gonna skip this one and that would be it instead of going yeah. god why are you droning I mean, the thing on, about it is on. That's, yeah because you can unfollow and people if you don't want to read their shit you know and that doesn't i could just not them, read it Right, and I well, and you I, could all just yeah you could yeah. always just and sometimes not read i it. don't true. but as i as i scroll past it i often think God, why are you droning on on a fucking Facebook? And then I caught myself doing that, and I was just like, why, why does that bother me? Who gives a shit? How, well, is, how is anybody on Facebook writing a 500-word essay about whatever the fuck they want to write about any different than the shit we do on Littered Ape or what exactly. we do in our books? Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, that's why when I, when I read the, the, the question, I was like, I'm not sure what the beef is. I know, I don't know. That's why I was asking the question. Well, you know, and it's an interesting <laughs> thing, and, I, and I'll deviate real quickly. Uh, I, you know, that thing is, there are certain things, it's like it's like on the surface they don't bother you, but then when you get slapped in the face with them, maybe maybe you have to really kind of unpack some stuff. And, uh, like, I don't, I, I really don't have any problem with people, you know, taking gender-neutral pronouns. It's like, whatever, I don't give a shit. Yeah, I don't care. It doesn't really affect me very much. Today I was reading, and I don't even know what I was reading. But it was an article about Courtney Stoddard of all people. Who? Uh, she was the 16-year-old that married the guy from Green Mile, and he was 50, and he was grooming her, and she got fake tits, and you know. Oh, the one, the one from Melrose Place, Courtney Thorne Smith. 
No, 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 no. It's Courtney Stoddard and oh, and, Courtney B. Vance, right? Yep. Sure, gotcha. but anyway, she. I, I start reading this article, and a lot of it is you know talking about her about them, mm-hmm. and she has decided to use gender neutral them referred to as they them, and so I'm reading this article, and I can't even get through the article. It's so fucking distracting that every <laughs> other word is them. You know, and I was like, yeah. okay, it's interesting because. It's not my business. I don't give a shit what you call yourself. It's really not my business. But reading that article made me want to claw my eyes out. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "That's." I wonder why that is the case. And I think it may be the same thing. You know, it's like, well, it's not that big a deal. I didn't have to read the article. And in fact, I didn't. I, I just went, you know, I'm not that interested yeah. in this woman. I just, it's like, wow, that's weird that it, that as I'm reading it, that just kept punching me. And I was yeah. like, and so do you think it is, do you think it's because of who's doing the writing because part of me is, if I were reading an article and it was about Elliot Page, for example, mm-hmm. I don't think that would bother me at all. But Courtney Stoddard, it's, I, it's I, 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 who gives a fuck who you are? You're literally just a 16-year-old girl that's grown up and divorced a 50-year-old child molester that you married. Mm-hmm. And got fake tits for. I mean, you know, it's like, who are you? I don't care who you are. So why? So the fact that you're using gender neutral pronouns makes me just kind of want to scoff at you because you're kind of a dipshit anyway. It's, I mean, you know, I could. Yeah, I, 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 well, so here, here's, I think it's two things. This is what I landed on. And I don't, I don't know right. if this is the end of my discovery. Um, my first thing that I realized as I thought through this was what the hell am I going to Facebook for in the first place? Uh-huh. Or Instagram, or you know, I pretty much avoid Twitter unless somebody sends me a link to it. Um, what am I going there for? If not to see what kind of shit people are saying? Exactly. What kind okay, of bullshit so, they're writing? Sure. Yeah. Um, you get mad because you went there. It's exactly. Like, uh, it's like going to a, it's like going to a cafeteria and they get mad that the green beans are soggy. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Well, what do you expect? They might not be, but if they are, no, they're ninety nine. They're ninety nine point nine percent, of course. Yeah. Uh, and just like Facebook, there's that 1% that's like, oh, I'm glad I read this. And it's usually Josh Ellis's thing. But anyway, uh, the other thing is that th- this, is, this is why I think it bothers me. It bothers me more when it comes from people who are not published elsewhere. Uh, because it's more, it feels more performative. Because it feels like they're chumming the waters for the likes and the loves and the cares and the well, the fact is, else. anything you put on Facebook or Twitter, that's right. exactly what you're doing. There's only one. It is a reward punishment system. Yes. And the only reason you put anything on Facebook is for reward. It's why. It's what's it's kept. Why, it's what's kept yeah. me from posting anything this week about yeah. well, the, the Palestinian-Israeli issue because oh, I, I didn't want to like... you got to stay out of it. Because I know I'd be like, what are people saying? Because I'm going to start a fight with somebody. And I'm like, I don't do that, David. So don't don't even put it out there. Fuck it. Yeah, I just... Oh, I pretty much once in a while I'll put something I think is interesting. Once in a while I will link an article I think is interesting. Very rarely. And always it's littered ape stuff. If you look at my Facebook yeah. wall since I started it, 99% of it is is literate ape stuff, which well, but this is, is this why is where I, I joined. I follow this trail then. So if people, if it annoys me that people are just being performative on, and let's just stick with Facebook because it's easier to sure. write the, you know. Yeah, yeah, the, all that nonsense. The, the, the longer screeds. If people are, it's there and it's, it feels more performative. How is that any different than uh, sex, drugs, and Cocoa Puffs? 
You know? How yeah. is that any different than uh, belief is a sledgehammer? Yeah. And because you put it out there, you want people to read it. And yeah, I want people to read it. Isn't it nice if somebody sends you a, an email or a text or you get a review on Amazon or, or oh, Goodreads or whatever? I like, it. I like it when people just comment on anything, even if they're bullshit comments, comment on Literate Ape. I like it when they use I mean, you know, the Thursday I, I put mm-hmm. out a piece that I literally wrote. I I drank too much early in the evening. I fell asleep on the couch. I woke up at two o'clock in the morning and was wide awake. So yeah. I went, all right. So I'm gonna write this piece, and it it was the piece about waving my balls and showing yeah. moon mooning, you know. And you know, it just it was just I, I read about John Barrowman. It kind of made me think about it. Well, you know, I used to expose myself for fun and thought it was hysterical. So I understand where he's coming from, and now he's getting jobs taken away from him. It's like oh, I'm just gonna make comment and you know just do my thing and somebody somebody put well isn't it nice that it was everybody else and not about you and my mm-hmm. response was i know right yeah <laughs> that's yeah. my response yeah. i don't give a shit i mean i don't care what you think it's like okay so if you think yeah it was actually everybody else because i thought it was funny so deal with it I, maybe it's <sighs> but i like that they commented yeah, and you know, because we want good reviews. Good reviews on a published book. I don't care book, if there's any reviews. I just want acknowledgement that they read it. It's nice. Yeah, that's that's the acknowledgement that they read it. That's but it. I feel like if it's in a printed book or even on on an online article versus a Facebook post, it feels like there's more effort to their response that they've that provided more effort to their response. Yeah, because they sought they sought it out. It's not just the scroll. Because I can't even tell you how much shit I'm like. Yeah, I'll give that one a like. Yeah, I'll like it. Yeah, I'll like it. You know, I don't finish reading it if it says see more. I don't click through all the pictures. Whatever, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I, and then and then this led me to the thought that am I just an old man yelling at, at grassy clouds? Like, is that just gra- Maybe, grassy uh, clouds? A little bit. Grass and hey, clouds? Oh, fuck. Here we go. Whatever. It's a little bit of that. <laughs> I'll give you an example. And, 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 and it's funny to me exactly what you is one of my copywriters that I manage um, when I was, we were doing a sort of a group meeting and I, I had a couple of new copywriters coming on board and we were kind of training them going through some stuff and I needed to share something on my screen and I'd never done it on my, I'd always done it on my iPad, I'd never done it. Well, I couldn't quite figure it out. And Chris, who's, you know, he's 24, he says, yeah, you'll get used to it. Don's a little bit of a boomer about technology. Did you flip Which, your shit? Because I would have. No. Why do I went, I'm not a fucking boomer. No, I went, dude, Gen X, not Boomer. Yeah. And then I let and then I let it go, you know, because it was like, and I thought about it. It pissed me off because yeah. nobody's really accused me of being anti-tech or or not no. or too old to understand tech. That's never been. You're my however, tech guy in a lot of instances. Yeah. You have been but, my tech guy. So it was guy. like, you little fucker. Well, my yeah. favorite thing was then uh, the other day, um, <laughs> they're writing blog posts. I needed them to upload them into a folder that I, I made so that we would have all our collateral all our oh, content oh good for you grandpa place. look at you well and, but they couldn't figure out how to do it they couldn't oh. figure out how to upload it in the thing all, and i didn't and the thing is i didn't but all i wanted to go is yeah yeah you fucking zoomer dip shit it's I, a folder i would have called but him I didn't a boomer do that. but see that no i didn't do that i just went no here's how you do it because you're not like, a dick know, well, I am a dick. I mean, you're a I, dick, I, but you're... Yeah, yes. but not in that case. Not in that situation. I was... I was you're a uh, helpful, like, yeah. supportive dick. I, well, I'm his boss, so I gotta be... You know, I don't want to be an asshole. Yeah. Or at least not entirely. Yeah. 
Yeah, I so don't anyway. know. It just it, it, is it <coughs> is it snobbery? Is that my thing? Is of it course because, it is. You know, I went to summer camp and I I got the Pfizer shot and I I've published books, so I don't I think the yeah, people that the are Pfizer publishing their three hundred word essays on Facebook is just is pedestrian. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, I think that's well, exactly what me. it is. I suck. Yeah. No, you don't suck. I suck. Um, all right, so I wrote a piece, and you said you wanted to talk about this. I wrote a yeah. piece a couple it was last week or the week before, whatever. Um, and basically, I just was uh, interested in Basecamp, and Basecamp uh, came out with this policy where they basically said, "You guys are talking too much activism and politics on our uh, on our company yeah. time, and we're not getting enough work done. So no more talk about that." And so the piece that I wrote was basically about the conflict of corporate life versus the concept of self-expression. Yeah. And and I actually think this has I didn't talk about it in the article, but actually actually has it has something to do with uh like the minimum wage and mm-hmm. the fact that the restaurant mm-hmm. and hospitality uh, uh industries are having a hard time getting anybody to work for them and on and on and on. Yeah. But uh, you wanted to, that, that's something that uh, that popped into your head. So you, yeah, you it's, asked, yeah. It was funny that you wrote that because, and I don't know the reason. Maybe it's because I'm I'm soon going back into the office. I, I, I don't know. Years ago, when I was in college writing for this, for UNLV Rebel Yell, writing for the student paper, I wrote a, there was this news story about this woman that worked, I think it was McCarran Airport, and uh, a black woman who had, braids in her hair okay and the policy was that you cannot like the corporate policy was that you cannot have braids or tattoos that are visible you know whatever like that kind of bullshit yeah the same yeah and casinos have it yeah she had braids and they fired her and i wrote this opinion piece saying uh essentially uh that's a stupid fucking rule because let people wear whatever, like, who gives a shit what their hair looks like? Who gives a shit if they have tattoos? Who gives a fuck it over yourselves, you Puritan fuckers? But also, lady, you know the rules, and you broke them. So, but that rule shouldn't be there. It's see, stupid. I disagree. I actually disagreed that the rule shouldn't be there. And, and, this, and, and this is the thing that I realized. You think about it, and this is the thing. Think about it. Now, if you're working for uh, like a small company, like a, like a, you know, little broken things or something like that, yeah. then it's probably not that big a deal because you're probably not spending a whole bunch of your regular money monthly to brand your business. So that's well, fine. Uh, but let's just, I disagree with that because they are. And they're well, no, they brand. Right <laughs> no, they they brand, yeah. but they don't spend. But it's like think about think about it. So if you're working for, uh, and I'm just going to use well, an example Disney because I'm Disney is a perfect example. Okay. So you work in, so you so Disney Disney spends billions of dollars yeah. at billions and billions of dollars branding their properties and their work in a specific way. Does the the kid who believes in Black Lives Matter and has a T-shirt, or the woman who has a MAGA hat and wants to wear it at work, or the woman with braids, um, is their personal self-expression worth in in any way sort of stepping over the line in that billions of dollars of branding? And when they when they tried to get the job, it is likely like every other job around here in Vegas is that they were told right off the fucking bat in the in the employee handbook. You don't get self-expression. Yeah. Here's the thing. 
if you fucking go into the job, that's a part of the contract that you sign that says, I'm taking the yes. money you're giving me and I'm doing this job. And part of that job is to look as homogenous and on brand that's the gig. as possible. That's the gig. And so and so, you know, that's yeah. what they, that's what I said about base camping is because they, they did this and they lost about thir- a third of a their third, employees. Yeah. And my perspective was Base camp's going to be fine because I guarantee you there are going to be 20 people who could give two shits. Yeah. They want to get paid to do work, and they don't give a fuck about self-expression. They can self-express at home or on Facebook well, with their 300-word posts. Well, but also, they're, they're, but the, the, the base camp there thing are plenty of, was, was, was less about, uh, about their, their physical expression, their tattoos, their hair, their oh, t-shirts. No, it, was about, it was more it about was a, their, shit, their, their conversations happening on internal chat. Uh, yeah, platforms. yeah. Well, it, it was well. The thing so is, it's, it's Basecamp. So of but course, yes. so of course, Basecamp uses Basecamp, and so yeah. they have basically this version of Slack. And so they were, yeah. you know, they're going back and forth, and they were using their work-related thing. I mean, and I'll give you an example of why I think the Basecamp decision was probably smart. We do use we use Slack, and we've got people for lead role all over the fucking world, and. I'm focused on getting myself. When I see a Slack notification, I'm assuming it's me. I'm always assuming it's me. Mm-hmm. Well, fucking the other day, some dumbass in the Philippines said, "Let's put pictures with our us and our pets." And so, like every five fucking minutes, I'm getting pinged, and I'm thinking it's work related, and it's somebody throwing up a fucking picture of them and their goddamn right. dog. You, you can like, fix that shit in setting. We have all these channels at, at, well, at my the, job that are for dogs, well, the, or for food, whatever. Well, that, all the, the thing bullshit. Is, I I shouldn't have to fix it in setting. You shouldn't oh, use up. the fucking Slack to show pictures of your fucking dog. No, this that's... is not. I'm not part of your fucking no, family. Come on. Use your Facebook to show the picture of you and your dog. Don't use my work related fucking platform. Did I say anything? No, because ultimately, who gives a fuck? All but right, it, but it's annoying because I'm I'm using this for work. I don't like it anyway. I don't like these platforms anyway. I find it to be annoying. I'd rather yeah. just meet you in person or get on the phone. But okay, I'll do the Slack. But Jesus Christ, I don't give a shit that you've got a fucking pet iguana. I don't care. No, that's I, 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 I think zero I think that care. That, and it's the same thing. It's the same thing. Your self expression, no. your self expression does not mix. In my goddamn peanut butter, and it is not chocolate and peanut butter. It's more like fuck off and peanut butter, and I'm not into it. All right, I wholly disagree with what you're saying, and here's why: the the Slack channels. Uh, I don't have my work computer open, so let me just out of, off the top of my head. There's there's dogs, there's food, there's um, you know, this is just there's water cooler, which is just like random shit. Like, hey guys, here's a really good show that I'm watching, or uh, it's, it's Don's birthday today. You know, he's whatever. Uh, I have my settings on Slack set to only when I'm direct messaged. So if it's, yeah. if it's, if it's to me, so like all, I don't get a ping every time somebody posts a picture of their dog. Well, see, I can't but do I, that. But I, you could probably figure it out how to fix no, it. I, can, I could do that. But the way, the way this company communicates they do a lot of all calls, lots of all calls. That's how they communicate to each other. Well, you need, you need channels for it. Then you need a dog channel. You need to organize that shit. Your yeah, company well, needs to organize my, that shit. Well, that's but here, not but my here's job why that's to do. good. I am. Here's ugh. why that's good. Is because I think it's bullshit. In the workplace, you talk about we're not these in things. the workplace. We're you not in are the workplace. in the workplace, Don. You're not in the workplace. I'm in my fucking house, and I'm doing. That's the work. new workplace, dude. 
Yeah, well, then, then the new workplace because keep that your, creates keep your pictures of your fucking pets to yourself. That creates a relationship between it, people, no, an understanding no between rela- people, a connection, no and that is how that none is how of those you things make, exist. That is how slack. you make good collaboration none, in your business. None of those things exist through Slack. One hundred percent, random. They do. No, I disagree. I think you're full of shit. The last year and change, I have come to connect with my coworkers that I'm going to be back in the office with pretty soon. Through Slack, through the pictures of their day in the life channel right. and well, the dog's uh, channel. You, I want you to do me, I want you to do, here's your challenge. Here's your assignment. Here is your assignment. Okay. Because you've spent a year building a relationship with people via Slack. <laughs> yeah. I want you to go back to work and see how that works out in person and see if those relationships, I'm using finger quotes, by the way, that relationships like via Slack. I know I'm trying. Um, it is an audio medium. <laughs> Sounds um, like that too. <laughs> yeah, um, I want. I yeah. want to see if uh, if 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 that's if if that carries over in a positive way, or if it's like brand new, or if you realized, oh, these people I have this relationship with, I wish I just only uh, had a relationship with same, them via my computer. If I, I don't think it's the same at all. In the office with them, and they had pictures of their kids or their dogs up in their their cubicles by their desks. Like it's the same kind of thing. I don't nah, have a problem with nah. that. But here's, I think we've gotten away from we have gotten away the, and we the yeah. point. You and you you posted about this or you wrote you wrote about this in your post. That, yeah. Uh, when Dana took the gig at the bowling alley. Yeah. They said no hair dye. No dyed, blue hair. No yeah. blue hair. Yeah. So you the first thing she hair. did is she dyed her hair was, blue. Yeah. And I 100% support that because it's a stupid fucking rule. I don't think it's a stupid rule. I really don't. What does it matter what your hair color is? Well, you, David. What does you it know, matter? You want to know what it matters? Yes, I do. If a corporation says we want everybody to basically be invisible except for the guests, and you decide that your lack of invisibility, your visibility is so much more important than that rule, then get another fucking job. There are plenty of jobs that encourage your self-expression. But if the job you just took is very specifically saying what we would like is a homogeny of employee. We want all our employees to wear a specific uniform. And because we've spent money for you to wear a specific uniform, we don't want anything outside of that uniform. We don't want you to tear your midriff off. We don't want you to take the uniform that we paid for and do this. We don't want you to look individual because that's not the message we're but doing people and are individuals yeah i they know do but, look different and then they should get a job someplace that doesn't require that homogeny it's that simple you don't get what you want I, when you work for someone you don't I, get I your think, way but that's I just think not how it's, it works it's a it's a toxic uh there's nothing toxic culture. about it to no, say, there's nothing toxic. I, I don't, it's I like saying the army saying is toxic. The army is it, fucking toxic. Well, <laughs> there's a reason. There's a reason when you join the army. There is a reason. And and if you decide, hey, I am gonna get my blue fucking hair and I'm gonna get a Nazi tattoo on my forehead, they're gonna kick your ass out. Why? Because they say you can't do that. And that is reasonable for them to say that. Well, they should if kick you, you out if you've got a Nazi tattoo you, in your if forehead. You, if, you, if you get hired by a Fortune 500 company and they require in writing, in before you're hired, in your onboarding documentation, they say you must wear a three-piece suit and a tie every day, you don't, based on that 
you don't get to go, well, fuck that. That's just mocking. That's just draconian. I am not going to wear a tie and you're still going to pay me because I'm me. And they're going to fire you and they're right to fire you. I think a because uniform they is said different. You can't do I think it. a uniform is different than hair. No, it's if they make you wear a uniform, they want everybody to look the same. Because That's why a, they make you a wear a uniform. It's a slippery slope. And it's funny that that because before uh, so was it last Sunday, John Oliver did a piece about hair. Like the main story is about black hair and oh, yeah, the, yeah. the discrimination against it. I I really recommend finding it on YouTube and and watching just that segment if you haven't already watched the episode. Uh, I'm not going to break it down right now because I've got vaccine brain at the moment. Um, but he's talking a lot about this, like how there's extreme discrimination, and it's not about blue hair. It's it's it, unsurprisingly about black hair, black people hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think that... And again, it, if what you want, if what you want is you want your natural hair and you want to have it uncut or you want to have it cut in a specific way or if you want it to look flamboyant, which is fine, then don't work for a place that requires homogeny. Because if you if you sign up and you want the big bucks... And they say, no, you can't have your hair like that. You can't have an afro for the same reason that we're not going to let a white girl have dreadlocks, for the same reason we're not going to let, just name it. You know, you don't get to have, you, your but cultural it's a slippery self-expression. Slip then, isn't it? No, it's not slippery. It's defining what do you so- look like? It's, what do no, you look well, like? Well, I mean, no, it's defining, it's defining how you groom yourself at work. That's what it's defining. No one has to have long hair. No one has to have blue hair. No one Some has people, to have tattoos. They have to have long hair. Well, then don't fucking work at a place that says you can't have blue hair. This Sounds is not like, complicated. Well, blue hair is different than this long hair. Like, we just said David, long hair. This is exactly like the Facebook conversation, no. which is you don't have to read it. You can say I don't want to read it. You don't have to work for a place that doesn't want you to fucking wear long hair. I, you don't have to. I, you can it's, say, I don't want to work not, there. It's not as easy as saying, just find another job. It's not yeah, it that is. easy. That's it's exactly that. No, it's not. That's exactly how, no, that is exactly how easy it is. Go work someplace else. If you don't like, bottom line is, if I go to an auto mechanics and I really want to work for that auto mechanics, except, you know what? I really don't, I, I don't do gasoline and oil. Just not into it. And they say, well, then, we're not going to hire you because that's what we do. There's a lot of gasoline. There's a lot of oil. And I go, well, that's discrimination because I've decided that I don't deal with those things and you should still hire me. That's the fucking most unreasonable, narcissistic, self-interested interested bullshit ever. All right, let me so ask you this. If I if I have really long, like like seriously long hair, if I have Jesus hair and a beard and I... Which is fine. It's my right as a human being to, to have Jesus' hair and a beard. That's great. Okay? I would go with and Samson I, hair because Samson's hair was powerful. Okay, we'll go with Samson hair then. Jesus' anyway, hair was just and, wiry. And I, and I go to, a, and I go, let's just say I go to a law office and I say, I want a job here. And they say, well, you know, uh, we, we require that everybody be clean shaven and have a shorter haircut. You know, because this is sort of the image that we would like our company, you know, our clients, what this is say? what we want. What does that say? Well, it doesn't matter. What? It's no, not it my does. fucking company. What does that image mean? 
whatever they say it is, it's their fucking company, David. It's not yours or mine. Right, but what is it saying And if they say I got to get my hair cut and get a shape, it says they're more conservative than my I am with my Samson hair. And if I want a job there, I got to look like them and I got to play by their rules. And if I don't want a job there and I want a job where I can wear my hair long like Samson and do a beard, then I'm going to go to a fucking theme park and be a character in a suit. I don't care. There are jobs. If you if you want to work for a job that pays you that money for that law office, you got to wear what they tell you to wear. And if you don't wear what they tell you to wear, then you shouldn't work there. And it's really your choice. And it is as simple as and saying, that- it's my choice. I don't want to work there. If I get a job someplace and after the fact, they decide to impose that on me. That's bullshit, that's- right? That's different. That's a different sense. But but if I go to Disney World yeah. and they say you can't have blue hair because we, you know, that's a thing, and I go, but it's my right to have blue hair. Then I'm going to say, as the guy right. hiring said, you're that's, absolutely right. It's your fucking right, right, right to have stop. blue hair, but you're not going to. You second. don't have a right to work here. Here's here's the where I'm calling bullshit Jesus. on you right now. I'm calling bullshit on you. Big bullshit flag on the field here. Bring it. You have said. Recently, and maybe in this post, I think, that you are uh, naturally a contrarian. Yeah. You don't see a problem with an organization trying to homogenize a population of people. No. So when Dana Dana dyed her hair blue, despite knowing she shouldn't do it, how did you feel about that? David, I'm I'm going to parse out your words a little bit. A company's workforce is not a population. It's not a community. It is a labor force. That's all it is. So to, to throw on the onus is they're going to homogenize a population makes it sound way more uh, authoritarian than it is. And you don't think that it attracts that, that 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 brand that they're trying to build attracts a certain kind of people? Sure. That's and it keeps why they... certain other people out? Like... I go to a. No, it doesn't I go keep to them out. It, that attract me because I dig. Like I love little broken things because they're they're weird and they're full of tattoos and they play good music. Exactly. My mom wouldn't go there. My mom would go. Ugh. Exactly. She's gonna go someplace that has a little bit more conservative look or whatever. And you know what? That's the beauty of business. You get a you get you get to make your business whatever you want to make it. What you know? The only thing you can't do is openly discriminate discriminate against people. And saying you have to dress this way and you have to cut your hair is not discrimination. That is the; those are the rules. I just sort of like you got to you got to have a, an alcohol card here in Vegas if you're going to work at a bar. It that is, is a rule. It is, and it it's is fine. discrimination if you have to keep your hair long. Why would you have to keep your hair long? There are there are religious. Uh... Well, then apparently your religion's more important than eating. So enjoy your religion, ass face. If your religious belief, which is superstition and magical thinking, is somehow is somehow more important than you paying your rent, then enjoy the Lord, my friend, and I hope the Lord provides. <laughs> so I hope Dana, the Lord provides. When Dana dyed her hair blue after she I thought knew, it was awesome. Why? She broke the rules. She went the job anyway. She knew she was going to get fired. They didn't fire her for that. She had to quit. She didn't want the job. She didn't want to play by their rules. I understand that. See, so why did she take contra- the job? The natural contrarian in me is I like to be myself. I like self-expression, but I also am an adult enough to know 
that the world is not for me to traipse through and self-express. It, 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 that I can self-express, but it will come at a price. And the price that I pay to be as self-expressive as I am is that there are certain places that are never going to hire me. And if I want to be hired by those people, then I'm going to have to change how I express myself. I've decided at 55, I'm not going to change that. So I'm okay not working for them. Yeah. I'm okay I, with that. I, I'm, I'm with you on that. I think and we have talked about this a lot that, you know, uh, I've... I'm done Self-expression nice. is not a right. I'm done playing nice with I'm not going to hide my shit. Let them see my posts and if they don't <coughs> like me, then I don't like I, then I don't I don't exactly. I don't like them. I probably won't like them and I don't probably don't want to work with them. You know, and I have no idea how many or if any of my coworkers at my day gig are reading Literate Ape or listening to the Apecast or go back and see all shit. the dumb shit. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully they hired me and keep me on because of those things because they're like yeah this guy's a weirdo or whatever you know well you're a weirdo they hired you for a reason and you're working for a company that values you above whatever self-expression this is what i'll say the people that are the most upset about not being able to wear their fucking afro dreadlocks blue hair whatever at a job are the same people that think that anybody that says something bad, even though we have a country, they say, yes, you have freedom of speech, but not freedom from consequence. I think well, the dreadlocks... you have freedom to have your you have freedom to have your hair any way you want, but the consequences some people aren't going to hire you because your hair is big. Okay, but hang on, and a that's second. okay. Hang on a second. You do not have a right to self expression. No, but hang on a second. You just can. Afros and dreadlocks are different than a white girl dyeing her hair blue. No, they're not. They 100% are. You Afros know? are a natural way yeah, that a and hair you, grows. And so are haircuts. Afros are just long hair. You so, cut your hair and then you don't have to worry about it. It's just long hair. Okay, That's so okay, fine. Great. So it's long hair. So if if come Ka- on. If Katie, if my wife Katie, a white woman from central Illinois, white as fucking white can be walks Absolutely. in with hair down past her ass yeah long hair and they're fine with that well maybe they're fine with it but and a, maybe they say black, you can't have your hair black that woman fine, let's just call it middle of the back then like a an average long hair length middle of the back okay okay if a black woman walks in and she's got she's let her hair grow and it has it's afroed and I yeah. don't even know. Yeah, I, that might be a defensive term. I don't give a shit right now. But whatever. Uh, it's it's it. the big the big hair. Yeah. Because okay. A lot of times, black hair doesn't grow down; it grows out. Absolutely. And they won't allow that. But if the woman comes back, the black woman with the afro uh-huh. one day comes back on a Tuesday, David? and she straightened it. Hang on, I'm talking. It, let me finish. It's it. not and she 1970 anymore. No one does it that way anymore. That is. Bullshit. No, no, no. In 1970, what they would say is they would say no ethnic hairstyles. That was sort of code. Now they just say everybody gets a haircut. And that's uniform. But if she came that's what in, let's is. just say she comes in on Monday with, with an afro, and they say, you can't have those. We don't do the afros. And yeah. she comes in on Tuesday with it straightened, and it's long down in the middle of her back, the same length as Katie's, and they're fine with it. That is discrimination because that is yeah, unnatural. That, that that is absolutely discrimination. And, then we and, landed and, on my point. And, Thank you. And 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 but your point is wow. antiquated because you cannot name a single company that does it that way because companies are like Republicans. 
Once you catch them, they learn better language and they get away with it. There are no companies that say no Afros. There are no companies that say no ethnic stylings. There are no companies that say, they say no flair, no hair. They say everything must be, you wear this, here's a uniform, this is how it's going to be. That's what they do because they understand if they say, if they're, if you got some big racist founder of a company who says, I don't like black people, he knows he knows now in 2021 that he cannot write in his handbook no ethnic hairstyles because that is discrimination. <laughs> yeah. So he says everybody's got to look the same. Done. And that is the gig. And if honestly, I go one step further. If I go to a business and, and I see that they're saying you can't have ethnic hairstyles, I don't want to fucking work for them anyway. Right. Because they're shit asses. If they say you can't have blue hair, maybe I want to work for them. I don't. I mean, I'm not going to have blue hair. I know my wife does not because she will say, fuck off. I'm going to have my hair blue. Yeah. And that's cool because she didn't want to work there anyway. <laughs> you know? So why did she take the how... job if she didn't want to work there? Why take it in the beginning? Because we with? got here and I couldn't find work and she panicked uh, about us having money. And I... that was the thing. And, well, why did she I find knew... another job? She kind of got burnt out on the whole casino thing. And oh, so, so it's not as easy as just finding another job, then, is it? Where they let no, you have No, it really is hair. pretty easy to find a job. So why didn't David wanna... do that, then? Because she did not want to work a job. It wasn't a matter of her and not being able to find one. <laughs> yeah, it, it wasn't that she couldn't <laughs> find one. It's that she decided she did not want a 9-to-5 corporate job. She just but, didn't want it. And I, I was totally fine with that. I serious question. And maybe this is just me picking up the phone. And, and then we got to get into yeah. But, like, honest to God, and I'm not kidding when I say this, why doesn't she get a job with public sanitation? She didn't She's want a job. She's so good at it. She but likes She can get gigs. paid for doing what she does she anyway. She likes gigs. She, she likes, likes picking up gigs. trash. Let her fucking get paid for it. But that's not what she doesn't do it, so she'll get paid for it. I love that's Dana not why so much. She does it complicated fucking lunatic? I love her. I do. I, I discovered love her so. Much. I discovered. I'm just, we'll, we'll talk about this another time. But I discovered this morning. It suddenly hit me. Who I married? <laughs> I married Lucille Ball because my life. <laughs> Is I love Lucy. It oh, honey, I'm coming in from the club. Oh, she tried to get rich quick thing right. scheme. She tried this. She tried this. She got into some trouble, but six she's good in the house. What are you gonna do? Yeah, and, you know. Totally. I was like, yeah. all right, that is that. Yeah. You know, it's like I kind of got that frame, and I went, oh, that's kind of fucking cool. She's got her mouth stuffed with chocolate. Yeah, the whole vitamin, <laughs> no, vitamin total... vitamin Yeah. Oh my god, that's great. All right, Simeon cohort, here's Don and David with the six things you should do for the week. All right, my first thing this week, uh, it's a read. It's on Daily Beast. It is by uh, uh, Aaron Gloria Ryan. Angry, entitled Disney adults are the heart and soul of the GOP. <laughs> this, and that's why they have to be homogenized, because those people like that. The anti-woke, quotes, movement is disproportionately focused on cartoons, theme parks, picture books, movies that feature talking snowmen and magic mirrors, things that are for children. It's, it's a scathing take on these fucking grown idiots. What, where, what, what magazine? Daily Beast. Okay, I'll have to look the it up because yeah, I haven't read it. Usually, usually you'll recommend something I've read it, and it's like, it's, oh, but no, I've read that. And it's that funny fun. because I've all whenever I see adults like wearing Disney shit, I've always my my first instinct is, oh, there's 
they're not a I don't want to have dinner with them. There's just something yeah, those, wrong. Like I get it. You like going to Disney World. Okay, fine, but like to sport you just don't like their self expression. Mickey Mouse. You just don't like your self expression. You're discriminating. I hope you never have a business because you'll discriminate against people no, who want to wear Disney fine. shirts. That's that's fine. If they if they don't like my littered ape shirt or my Captain Jazz band T shirt or my uh I don't whatever the fuck else I wear. You My know, first yeah, thing anyway. is in Ink Ink magazine. It's Disney World. Uh, Grow the fuck up, I you dorks. Uh, I agree with that. Ink, it's INC dot uh, period. Ink magazine. It's called There's No Hiding from the Minimum Wage. For business owners, raising the federal minimum wage to fifteen dollars now has become a politically charged debate. It's not going away anytime soon. They ask about I don't know how many, it's like fifteen different sort of industry leaders, including, like, the first one's Mark Cuban, you know, and yeah. uh, Heidi Scherholz, uh, who else? Uh, Jay Saceda, Dale Bailman. It's a whole bunch of, like, industry leaders, and basically their take on what a $15 an hour minimum wage, federal minimum mm. wage, would mean and why it either is a good or a bad idea. It's actually a really interesting sort of take because... They're, it's not like everybody's going no, or everybody's going yes, yeah. or e- everybody's even like middle of the ground. It's like you get a lot of different perspectives on it. It's good read. Oh my and, and I, god, a multi-dimensional conversation and discussion it's so about insane. something important. Wow, I know. That's why I liked it. That's so so I recommend where, it. Where, where where can I read that? Ink I N C period Ink magazine. Yeah. Okay, and w- what's the headline again? Sorry. Um, it uh, is. We asked. We asked sixteen business owners and economists right, about Got bumping yeah, the minimum wage to Why are headlines so fucking long now? They're ridiculous. It's fucking hell! So much content I'm going to go to Inc.com and go. We asked. Like that's my Google search. Yeah, there you go. Inc. Just go fifteen dollars. We asked. Go fifteen dollar minimum wage. You'll find it. Christ on a cracker in hell. All right. Uh, my next thing is a listen. Uh, Slate's Slow Burn. This is a podcast, Slow Burn. They're on season five now. Mm-hmm. Uh, this season, they cover the Iraq War. And mm. really good. All, all four seasons prior to this have been really great. They've done, I think, Watergate was season one. The Clinton-Lewinsky thing was two. Yeah. Uh, anyway, great stuff. Um, I'd like if... The latest episode, episode four... I think, right? Episode four? Um, Yes, episode four. The Road to the Iraq War. Uh, Fighting Words is the the episode title. Many intellectuals on the right and left found themselves on the same side of the debate, in the debate over Iraq. And it's really all about how journalism supported going into Iraq. The invasion, oh yeah. Oh yeah, it was a big It's interesting, and it really focuses on Christopher Hitchens especially. Because mm-hmm. of all the people who were like, yes, let's go get the motherfucker. Mm-hmm. After finding out that there were no weapons of mass destruction and Saddam was mm-hmm. kind of just swimming, you know, sailing without a rudder or a fucking sail. Uh, Hitchens was like, no, I was not wrong in what I was saying. Fuck that shit. Uh, it's, it's interesting. But yeah, it's, it's a great, yeah. this is a great series. Uh, and it's a really interesting um, uh, season right now. So. All right. I think that's great. Um, my second thing is a watch. Um, it's not the best thing I ever saw, but I really love Mark Millar. Now, Mark Millar is uh, a comic book artist. He, he did The Kingsman, um, mm. Authority, a lot of things. And one of his books is called Jupiter's Legacy, and it's about uh, a group of superheroes created in the Great Depression 
and then you know now it's today and they've got kids and their kids have kids and it's sort of like dealing with that and uh it's on netflix uh i enjoyed it it's not it, i mean if you can get past the fact that that the utopian who's sort of like their version of superman <laughs> has the worst fucking age makeup and bad fucking wig i've ever seen <laughs> in my fucking life I mean, age makeup. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's like they take the. It's like it, if there is one, if there's kryptonite to this fucking thing, it is it's their age fucking, makeup. It's their fucking age makeup because it looks. In this day and age, when you can make Samuel L. Jackson right. look forty again, it is really hard to watch bad fucking age makeup. Yeah, totally. It's really hard. Yeah, you know. So uh, let's put it this way: this is age makeup on a par with. Uh, uh, Taping Joe Pesci's face back in Casino. Taping Joe Pesci's face back in Casino. Okay, you're gonna you're gonna go back and you're gonna watch. You don't have to watch all of Casino, but there's a scene. But I will because it's one of my top five. Yeah, movies. it's one of my favorite yeah. movies. But there's a scene where he is uh, consoling Sharon Stone in like the trailer. And in in his catch, car when he gets sort of forced. no no it's in the trailer before oh, yes, the car right yes 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 yeah. yes 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 and and there's a shot and you catch it where you see the the tape that they have taped and pulled the the skin of his face back shut up so that he looks younger no and then once you see that you can't unsee it in every scene he's in you shut see the, the fact that up. his face I'm just telling you. That shit is really harsh to watch because all of a sudden you realize underneath that wig he's wearing, because it is a wig, is tape pulling his face back so he looks younger. This is 1995 too. This is yeah, yeah. Because we and we, as we discussed in the Irishman, the de aging technology did not work well. No, it did not work. There was an uncanny valley um, in that. Well, yeah. That, that's the thing. So is Joe Scorsese's Pesci was like, already, eh, let's just mail in the aging bullshit. Fuck it. Yeah, that's care. what he did. But for Casino, he taped his fucking face back because he looked too old. He didn't look young enough. He didn't look young enough to be De Niro's huh. age. Yeah. So incredible. Okay, I will yeah. have to go and check that out. So, that's amazing. So watch All Jupiter, right. but watch Jupiter's Legacy. It's a lot of fun. Jupiter's Legacy. Got it. All right. My last thing to do this week. And this is the kind of shit that's kept me from posting on Facebook. I, I read this and I was like, I got to put this out there. But for what, David? For what? So you can piss off a bunch of fucking righteous, non-progressive, limp Jews? Shut up. But read it. I'm telling you now. It's in the New York Times. Uh, this is a guest essay. Uh, this is from Peter Beinart. Uh, he is the editor-at-large of Jewish Currents. Jewish Currents is a progressive Jewish magazine. Uh, that's been around since like 1940, since like the founding of Israel. It's been around from the beginning of the Jewish state. Uh, headline is, Palestinian refugees deserve to return home. Jews should understand. I think this is a ex an extremely fair, rational, thoughtful approach to what's happening in in Israel right now with the Palestinians and the the fucking massacre that the Israelis are putting on those people. Um, but, yeah. Give it a read. Give it a read. All right. A little perspective. And uh, my third thing is, in a completely different vein, Newsweek, of all things. <laughs> um, it is a piece by Rosa Brooks. It's called, Anyone Can Kill You at Any Time. What Cops Really Learn in the Academy 
and how it impacts their policing. And it's one of the things, you know, what I liked about this article is, and it's, uh, and I'm going to be honest, it's a little pro-cop and very anti-cop training, but what I thought was interesting about it is she breaks it down about what they actually, you know, what they actually do when they're trained. Mm. And there are two things, at least, that I walked away is, number one, they are horribly trained and completely ill-equipped to deal with what they're fucking dealing with. Yeah. And more importantly, and I'm just, I just want to read where the, where the title comes from. Cop I just training to, is really just watching Birth of a Nation on repeat. Well, right? No. See, see, that's <laughs> I'm kidding. You wanna, All right. Go on. But sorry. Go I on. Just, Don't I just, let that this, hang this you is, up. Sorry. This is, I just want but to read this first because I do. thought this was really interesting. Anyone can kill you at any time. <laughs> the chief lesson learned at the academy was this. Anyone can kill you at any mm-hmm. time. This topic wasn't listed on the formal lesson plan, but was implicit in the stories the instructors told and the videos recruits obsessively watched both in class during break time. Week after week, we watched footage of cops getting attacked, injured, killed. The world, it seemed, was a dangerous place for police officers. They were perpetually being stabbed, shot, punched, kicked, run over, drowned, poisoned by fentanyl, and bitten by savage dogs. And, and, and the vein Maybe they should is, take a different job then. Well, well yeah, I agree. If you, but the thing about it is, if you've already taken the job and what you're told over and over and over and over is that you're going to die, yeah. you're going to change how you approach the job. And that's not necessarily no in fact it's not even close to statistically what happens yeah and so and so it's what i thought was interesting is if you know as opposed to just simply say oh they watch birth of a nation and they're racist pieces of shit because i'm too stupid to actually think it through beyond the reduction i've gone yeah it might be nice to actually read some things that give you a little perspective and context on what it is these guys and ladies do so that we can at least make intelligently thought through suggestions on how they can uh, improve. Maybe get away from the Fox News scare tactics and cops because it's not entirely true. Yeah. But okay. That'd be all right. That'd be all right. I'd be, I'd be down with that. I'd be down with that. I don't think cops are, 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 are uh, Dick Wolf creations any more than I think black people are straight out of, uh, you know, menace to society. So, you know, <laughs> I, I think there's a whole lot. I think there's a whole lot more gray area than the two extremes of heroes and thugs. I don't think any of that really plays. Well, dear listener, it's fun that's, to watch. That's the show. Uh, g- get your dreadlocks, dye them blue, and get that vaccine. And get a job someplace where they like br- blue dreadlocks, because that's the job you want. You can listen to the Literate Apecast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or any place you find your podcast Jones. If you enjoy listening to two white guys holding court, review or share the show on your own platforms, or throw us a few bucks on Patreon. For more information about Literate Ape, go to literateape.com and check out the rest of our podcasts, all of our writing, and our events. Music on the Apecast is courtesy of Mike Vinopal and Local Motive. You can find them all over Chicago and online at locomotiveband.com.